And good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. 2023 had a number of really intriguing business and economic stories, which uh, we haven't talked about. Uh, with me right now to talk about those top news stories of 2023 in the world of business and economics, we're pleased to have with us Chad Garcia. Chad is Vice President of Schwartz Investment Council, Inc., and Lead Portfolio Manager of the Ave Maria Focused Fund and Co-Portfolio Manager of the Ave Maria Growth Fund. He's also responsible for equity research functions for the firm, and previously, Chad analyzed public equities as a managing director at SQ Advisors. Before that, he worked in private equity as a managing director at Gulf Coast Capital Partners and as vice president at Combest Partners. Chad, good to have you back here. Thanks. Nice to be with you. So we've got a number of stories from 2023, and why don't we start with the the way artificial intelligence hit mainstream, uh, began to hit mainstream business. Yeah, AI or artificial intelligence has been around for a long time, but the application chat GPD came out and, yep. you know, everybody started using it. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, who's been, who's, again, is there, what kind of businesses are, will find artificial intelligence especially valuable? Is there any particular type of work type of you know uh, investment uh, firms that might find AI especially valuable I think processes and businesses that can that are computational focused and and repeatable can be outsourced to AI pretty easily I think parts of business that have judgment involved will be difficult for AI to okay to, to affect or replicate, so I, th- I think it might just make a lot of people's lives easier if you know if you, if judgment is involved and in, you know that's part of your work. You can outsource a lot of the kind of the busier work that's less value added for for a, a white collar worker who you know uses a lot of judgment in their job, okay. such as an investor like myself. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I think that AI could help fill out spreadsheets for me and, and make my life easier and more convenient, but I don't think it can replace the judgment of a good investor. Yeah, very good. Um, NVIDIA took advantage of artificial intelligence uh, last year. What, what what did they do? And NVIDIA is a, a company that, that makes uh, the, the chips, the microchips, or in, in NVIDIA's case, the graphic processing units that power AI. And, you know, that company has has done quite well last year the stock was up over 200 percent this year it's up 20 percent so mm-hmm. nvidia you know, is, is doing quite well and, and it became the first chip maker to surpass one trillion dollar market cap huh wow okay um is there a, i looked at some of the notes that you sent me is there really a search for a killer app that everyone will use you know, a lot of people are using ChatGPT, but I, I don't think that we're we're to the point where you know there's there's one killer app that's going to drive massive change throughout the you know, telecommunications infrastructure. So mm-hmm. if we got to the point where cars were self-driving, then that would require 
you know, massive data center infrastructure builds out that would be data centers that would be close to the drivers. It would require our cell phone networks to be able to handle massive amounts of, of, of broadband. And so it would require you know, a large infrastructure build. Okay. And I think you're starting to see that a little bit in the data centers that house AI. The demand for these these types of data centers, and it's a very specific type of data center. And if you look at the NVIDIA chip, one NVIDIA chip takes as much power as an electric toaster. And so <laughs> these data centers are that, that can house AI are power hungry and they generate a lot of heat. And so if you look at the data centers around the country, there, there's very few that handle them. The demand there has been insatiable. Hmm. Okay. Now, is Zavi Maria Funds doing anything with AI? Well, we we take what we call what I like to call the pick and shovel approach. So we're not betting on companies that that have AI technology or software firms, but we do invest in companies that can facilitate that. So, Zavi Maria Growth Fund has a position in, in Nvidia. Okay. Uh, several of our other funds have positions in companies that have those data centers like the ones I, I discussed. Okay. Okay. Let me jump to another another area, and that is uh, regional bank failures uh, setting off a crisis uh, last year. What happened? Yeah, that was a little scary. Uh, well, the interest rates have, have gone up rapidly, you know, as, as the Fed wanted the, that to occur, you know, given their tightening. And you know the rising interest rates and some bad risk management practices on behalf of some of the banks sparked a run first on Silicon Valley Bank as customers pulled about forty billion over their deposits in in a matter of hours. Wow. That led the uh, federal government to seize the bank, and then following that, a handful of other banks, First Republic, Signature Bank in the U.S., met the met their demise, and then Credit Suisse in Switzerland, you know, did as well. I... Why? What didn't What didn't they see coming? Well, they had a mismatch between a, a, what you call duration mismatch between their liabilities and their assets. Okay. And so, the assets of a bank are the customer's deposits, mm -hmm. and those can be short-term in nature if, if they run out the door. Right. And when the Fed raised its rates. Uh, the bank were looking for yield, and they, what they did was they bought treasuries that were long dated. And when the interest rates went up, the long dated treasuries that they held, the price went down dramatically, and you know, that sparked the fears that the banks could be, you know, okay, you know, impaired. Do, do the Ave Maria funds? Uh own any banks? Uh, across all of our funds, maybe we have two banks in our holdings. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it, it's not a it's not a. I don't think we think banks are the best business models. There there are a couple of banks that we have, and there's probably some specific reasons why those banks are are, are special. Uh, the focus fund and the and the growth fund. We don't hold any banks. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sam Bankman Fried convicted of fraud. That was big story last year. Uh, is, is he really a bad guy? Well, I don't want to pass judgment on, on <laughs> him as a person, but I know what his, I know what his actions were. Okay, yes. actions. talk about his crime then, yeah. Yeah, well, 
So Sam Bankman-Fried founded FTX, was a, which was a cryptocurrency exchange. So kind of think about owning the casino. And if you own a casino, that's a, that's a pretty good business. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what his problem was, was he also gambled in the casino that he owned, and he did so frequently with his client's money, and, that, mm-hmm. and that's where the fraud came involved. I mean, what's, what's, uh, what's tragic is that you know, the, the business FTX, the exchange part, was a good business. It was one time it was valued at $20 million, but because of, of the fraud that he committed, it, was, you know, it went, went to zero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is, this, is this a judgment on cryptocurrency in general? Well, there's there's been a lot of of fraud involved in in several exchanges, but uh, you know, thus far it hasn't cooled down any of the speculation in cryptocurrencies. Okay. Uh, talk to me about China and what we're what we know about their business relationship with the United States at this time. Well, the the business relationship with the United States has been you know impaired over the last six or so years. Um, but you know that that leads China into some problems. I mean, they're having a little, they're having a tough time. Aside from the strained relationships with the, with U.S. business community, I mean, China has a, has a zero COVID policy, so they have lockdowns going on. That's slowing down their 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 economy. They have a real estate bubble that's that's bursting, and so you know their their economy is not in the in the best shape. And they, uh, their leader Xi Jinping came to the U.S. in an effort to, you know, reestablish relationships or you know warm up relationships with the U.S. government and the U.S. business community. And I, I don't think the U.S. business community is is ready to throw the talent on China. I mean, China is an important partner to several U.S. businesses. But you know, that said. I, reshoring or friendshoring is, is happening and, and people are starting to move critical parts of their supply chain closer to home. Mm. Uh, do Yavimiri funds have much uh, to do with uh, uh, business in China? We don't have any direct investments in in Chinese companies, but some of our holdings you know, obviously do business there, mm-hmm. you know, source goods there, or sell products. I have some operations in China, but we don't own any Chinese companies. Okay. Okay. Um, last year, interest rates uh, for the U.S. 10-year bond started at 3.56%, peaked at 4.92 in October, now around 4.04. Uh, is that dangerous? I don't. Well, the rates are around where you know where the historical averages. So I don't. I don't think this level of of interest rates are are, are dangerous at okay. all. They're about the same rate they were when I graduated from business school almost 20 years ago, okay. and you know, much 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 lower than uh, than you know when I was uh, was in was in grade school in the in the early 80s, and so. I don't think that's. I don't think they're dangerously high. What was, um, you know, what's different just as, a, as, as the rate that they went from zero to, you know, five percent. That was that was pretty pretty quickly. And, yeah. Yeah. A lot of the things that we talked about earlier with with some of the banks, but um, it, it looks like the, the the Fed has has 
orchestrated a, a soft landing. You know, the economy is still going strong. Inflation is is cooling, and so you know, hof- hopefully the they they have orchestrated a soft landing. Okay. It looks like they want to lower the interest rates. You know, three times this year. You know, each time they they make a decision to do that, it'll be data dependent. So they'll be looking at updated data. My gut tells me that they don't want to look political and do it later in the year where mm-hmm. it may seem to influence presidential elections. So, yeah. you know, maybe if they do them, they will happen earlier in the year. Uh, where are we inflation-wise? Well, anecdotally, from what I hear from companies that are reporting, uh, you know, inflation is, is, is cooling um, at, at most of them, the the two parts of inflation that are still a little persistent are, it would be uh, wages, and you know the unemployment levels are low, so you know it makes sense that there's still some inf- issues with wage inflation, and then the other one would be would be housing. But other than those two items, inflation is coming down quite a bit. Okay. Uh, we got about a minute and a half left. How have the Ave Maria funds been doing? Well, we had a great year in 2023. And looking at the at the Focus Fund, which which I run, that was up 38.7 percent in 23. Oh, he And uh, its benchmark was up 17.5 percent. So we we more than doubled it. So Woo. we're quite proud of that. And yeah, you should. It be. was uh, recognized by the Wall Street Journal six times as a as a category king last year. So Beautiful. that was nice to see. Uh, the growth fund was was up 30 percent and. Yeah, its wow. benchmark is the S&P 500, and that was up 26%. And you know what's interesting is that the S&P was driven by the top 10 holdings, you know, which are for the most part large cap technology stocks. Mm-hmm. And you know we can't own most of those. And so you know, Adam, my my colleague, you know, beat the S&P without benefiting for the most part, you know, with the exception of Nvidia, from you know a, a lot of the companies that have really driven the S&P 500's return. Wow. That's that's wonderful. Um, you're expecting a good year this year? I am. I look at the companies in our in our funds and I'm pretty excited for their future. How do people get a hold of you, Chad, and uh, follow what you work what you're doing? Sure, they can give us a call at 866 Ave Maria or find us on the internet at avemariafunds.com. Very good. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Ave Maria Funds and shortsinvestment.com. Again, one of our sponsors, uh, the Ave Maria Funds. <laughs>